Welcome to the Boonville Worship Center Sermon Podcast. Let's do this. Turn in your Bibles to, to Philippians. In the way, uh, chapter 4. Philippians in chapter 4. So I just keep hearing this continuation in my spirit of what what the lord released over over our sister this morning and that is that the joy of the lord is your strength can i can i just um can i just stop and say that jesus is king he's king guys and can i can i just say for a second that he chose you he chose you. He he loved you before you love him. I, I feel like I just need I need to make sure that there's some maybe a few folks in here today that maybe just need to hear that he just loves you. In in your mess, he loves you. He he doesn't want us to stay. He didn't die on the cross for us to stay in our mess. But can, can I just tell you that he loves you? And really, all he really wants from you is your heart, man. You don't, you don't you don't need somersaults from you you don't he just needs you he just needs you to turn around and say here I am okay I'm done I've tried this on my own and I just I just need I just want want you to know how good he is man and and then this word that we keep hearing that the joy of the lord is your strength like truly he his joy is our strength nothing else is our strength we do things that create joy, but our, our created joy is temporary joy. It's, it's circumstantial joy. It's by f- things that we do, things that we get, places that we go, whatever, right? But can I just tell you that in all things, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And that it's His perfect joy, because His joy remains. And that becomes the foundation that we stand on, is the joy of the Lord. And, I, and so I think what I want to just share with you, I'm trying to get this out the best I can. Just be, be patient with me, but let's just read this Scripture real quick and I'm going to, I just trust Him. Let's follow it. John, uh, Philippians in 4 and um, verse 4. So Philippians 4 and 4. You guys have heard this if you've been, if you've been in church. But it uh, seems like we have a hard time walking this verse out. So Philippians 4, 4, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. How many know we're to always be rejoicing? Rejoice in the Lord always. In, in everything, rejoice. And then it says, Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. And then this verse 6, interesting. To be anxious for nothing, but in everything... By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, then let your requests be made known to God. Okay, so let's, let's read that again because I, I feel like that that's so simple that we don't get it. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, everything that you face, everything that comes into your life, in everything by prayer and supplication... With the heart of thanksgiving, no matter what's happened, no matter what's broke down, come on, no matter what, what obstacle is thrown at you, that with the heart of thanksgiving, 
Let your requests be made known to God. And then verse 7 says, And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and guard your mind through Christ Jesus. I'm going to talk about the heart today because I really feel like God wants to lift some troubled hearts today and He wants to just to release and return the joy of the Lord. Can we agree with that together? But we've got to line up with the Word of God. How many, how many of you know we get in the way a lot of God? Now, you know, a lot, a lot of what we go through and a lot of what we feel is because of what we allow in our minds. And so God gives us the antidote for it. He gives us, the, he gives us His Word of how we can be thankful in everything and in all things, and in all things we can give thanks. And so God says to be anxious. Even when there's big balloons, be anxious for nothing. But in everything... With prayer and supplication, make your request known to God. And then you have this promise in here that, guys, can I just tell you, you don't have to stay in anxiety. You don't have to stay in fear. You don't have to lose sleep at night. Come on, you know. You don't have to go through the day and everything was fine all morning long and then all of a sudden you saw something on the news or you saw something on Facebook or you got this phone call. Then all of a sudden, from this news, right? All of a sudden, everything within you begins to shift. And all of a sudden, here's this heaviness. Here's this anxiety. Here's this, this anxiousness. Come on. And then all of a sudden, it goes from your mind. And if you don't handle it right at that moment, then all of a sudden, your heart can become troubled. And we know the Word of God says, guard your heart. Deal Diligently because out of it flow the issues of life. Guys, we've got to learn to guard our hearts. Well, there's some truth. There's just a reality that life is going to be hard. You're going to get bad news. There are going to be things that happen in this world because there's evil in this world that is going to deeply disturb you. Come on, man. And the, and the reality of it is, is as believers, as the joy of the Lord is our strength, then how do we walk this thing out rightly? Come on, man. And not allow things to consume. Because what the enemy wants to do is he wants to consume you with anxiousness. Because when you're consumed with anxiousness, then you're not entering into anything with thanksgiving. So then he tells us how to do this, and then he gives us this promise. I mean, it's so powerful in verse 7, and, and, and it says, as you do this, as you do this, as you release these things to God and trust in Him, then it says the peace of God. Now you need to hear this because you just think that you'll get peace. Well, it's not just peace, it's the peace of God. Now how many of you want to begin to walk with the peace of God? That no matter what's happening, you can be locked in prison and still be given thanks and worship because you're not sitting with your peace in that jail cell. You're sitting in His perfect peace. No matter what you go through. Come on, man. And then so, so we can have His perfect peace, His perfect peace that surpasses all understanding. So you can have the peace of God when you don't, under, when you don't understand why something happened. Or when something happened it hasn't happened, or whatever the scenario is. It doesn't make sense. You can be consumed with the peace of God that will flood your heart and keep you and hold you. Isn't that beautiful, guys? Come on, man. So powerful. And then I love it because it's the peace of God, the peace of God that surpasses understanding that then guards your hearts and your minds through Christ. We need the peace of God. 
over our children, over our young children, adult children, over our families, over our coworkers, over our city, over our nation, over our government. Come on, over everything. We need the peace of God. Because when you're in the peace of God, you're going to have the mind of God and the thoughts of God, and you're going to know how to you're going to how to pray even differently because you're going to be praying the thoughts and the mind of God. Okay, everybody, okay? I'm just yay God, right? Yay God. Um, um, okay, everybody with me? Okay, now, understanding that in the, in the original writings, there's no breaking up of chapters, right? So when you look at this then, and you look at this word that we've been given about rejoicing always in the Lord, about, about not being anxious about nothing, about with, with thanksgiving, just laying our things before the Lord, knowing that, that, that He is above it all. Amen? And then that peace of God that surpasses understanding then will begin to guard our hearts. And then He comes right out of that. Now watch this. This is so important. He comes right out of that because how many of you know He created you so He knows you? So he knows where that battle is going to be at. So he comes right out of it, right out of saying the peace of God that surpasses understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ. And then he comes right into this and he says, finally, brothers, listen, whatever things are true and whatever things are noble, and whatever things are lovely, and whatever things are of a good report. If there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, then meditate on these things. Meditate on this stuff. In other words, here's where you got to keep your mind at. Because you can have a lot of negativity. There's going to be things that you can focus on. Blah, blah, blah. But you got to trust me. So let your mind be here. The things that, and, 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 and meditate on these things, the things which you've learned and received and heard and saw in me. These do, and the peace. God's peace, the, the God of peace will be with you. So this is just powerful to me because as sons and daughters, for us to operate in authority that He's caused us to walk in, we've got to operate in faith, right? Like everything flows through faith. So again, where the enemy will attack us in those areas at then is through disappointment. Through things we don't understand. Through news. Through stuff that causes, causes that anxiousness on us. And when we're operating out of that, we're operating out of our flesh and we're not operating out of faith. It doesn't mean we don't feel things. But, but here's something I talked with the kids a little bit about. How many of us can just understand that sometimes life does get hard and things do get heavy? Right? Especially the closer that it gets to our home or our, or, or our family. And so there's a reality in that. So, so it's, not, it's not denying, oh, this is bad. It's not about denying this is bad. It's more about acknowledging the ones that's going to in control of the bad. So then we learn to understand that, that feelings are real. Like how we feel in that moment is real. Sometimes I feel upset. Sometimes I feel anger. Sometimes I feel disappointment. Sometimes I feel offense. Sometimes I feel these things. Sometimes I feel begin to feel worry. Like I have these emotions and these feelings, and those feelings are real. But have you know that feelings aren't truth? So what we've learned to do is we feel it, so it must be so. No, we're just feeling our flesh fighting. 
So we've got this real feeling that we're feeling, but a feeling isn't truth. So when we begin to feel something and, 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 and hear something that begins to process through our mind, that begins to cause this feeling of worry or this feeling of anxiousness or whatever, all of a sudden you know that joy kind of begins to, to go down a little bit. We know what it's like. We know it comes on just like that. Guys, what, what the Word of God is saying is it's saying that we have a choice in how we handle that. We can go the rest of our day and this black, this, this darkness can be over us and, 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 and we can enter into this place or, or we, can, we, can, we can take our thoughts captive at that moment. We can do what it says here in Philippians, right? And begin to, because the only thing that's really true is the Word of God. And faith is believing in those things that are not as though they are. So sometimes we've got we to acknowledge that feeling, and then we've got to say, okay, but what's the Word of God says? Right? Like, yeah, I got this report. Yes, this happened. Yes, this person that I love made this, made this bad decision, and they got themselves in trouble, and blah, 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 blah. And then we want to, oh, good. But, but what, what, what's the truth, though? What does the Word say about them? And then all of a sudden, we come in agreement, not with what we feel, but then we come in agreement with the truth of God's Word. Amen? And then we begin to pray that over our children whenever they're going through hard things or whenever our grandbabies are sick or whatever that it is. Amen? We begin to line ourselves up with that. And as we do, then the peace of God that surpasses understanding begins to guard our hearts. Amen? But we come back and we hold on to the, in everything. We hold on to the truth. We feel this. We go through this. It doesn't make sense, right? We, uh, th- this is going to be part of life. But what does the Word of God say? Is he head or is he the tail? Is he above all things or is he not above all things? Is the word the word or is it not the word, guys? Come on. Like you can't believe part of it. If we're going to believe it, let's believe it. I believe his word is true and I believe nothing is impossible with him. Amen? Nothing's impossible with Him. So no matter what we're facing, God, what does Your Word say? We've got to learn to get alone. We've got to learn to get with God in prayer and begin to take those thoughts captive again and say, I'm not wearing this enemy. Like, I am not wearing, I am not agreeing with how my flesh is feeling right now. The joy of the Lord. And sometimes, how many of you, how many of you know sometimes you've got to learn how to strengthen yourself in the Lord? Like, I'm so glad that we're not called to run along because there's been times when, when we've gone through some really, really, really tough things and the people that are close to us know about that and they can begin to see us walking through it. You know, I mean, you know, it's just not always easy, guys. You know, sometimes you got to do it in faith when you don't feel it. And I'm so grateful for people sometimes that when we couldn't hold our own hands up, that there were people around us that would come and hold our hands up. But I'm here to tell you today, guys, and that's why it's so important to be connected to the body. But we've got to learn how to, we've got to learn how to encourage ourselves in the Lord. How to get in that prayer closet. Come on, get in worship. Get in the Word of God and say, I know I feel this. This is what I see in the natural. But what does the Word of God say? What are His promises over my life, over this situation? And then you begin to declare those things. Amen. And then no matter what we go through, we can operate and go through it with the joy of the Lord. Isn't that powerful? Okay. Hey, so let me share something else with you. Um, I shared with the kids, and and um, where is it? Uh, I'll finish with this in case you were wondering how long is this preacher. But in in the Gospel of John, 
And um, chapter chapter fourteen in the Gospel of John, chapter fourteen. <clears throat> I, I'm seriously, I'm I'm almost, and I'm I'm going to wrap this up really fast. And um, I I really feel like that the Lord wants to wants to break anxiety off of people, and I believe that that where because how I many we've all allowed our hearts to be troubled. Come on. So, so there's no one exempt in here. But I really believe that there's people that have been really faced some really difficult things and have gone through hard stuff and, 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 and your heart has been troubled and God is so good to stop what I thought He had given me for this morning and said, this is what I want you to release. So I just really feel like God just wants to restore some peace today. Are we good with that? I just feel like that, that, that He wants to release His perfect peace on some people this morning and just encourage you and just truly release His, His joy in you. And you're going to go out of here in His strength. Amen? Is that good? Can we, can we believe on that together? And so I'm just so grateful for that. But just, just one last thing here that, that I saw in the, in the Gospel of John. And so in chapter 14, you got, you got to put yourself in the storyline. And, you know, Jesus is preparing his disciples for what he was going to go through. So he's letting them know he's, he, he, he identifies his betrayer. He's getting ready. He knows he's going to be crucified. He knows what he's about to go. And so he's trying to prepare his disciples that are walking with him, living with him, to go through this, what would be a devastating thing for them to go through. Right? And to watch and to see and to be a part of. So he's preparing them for that because he knows how we think, right? He knows he knows that our battles right here in 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 our minds. And so in chapter fourteen, uh, he jumps right in here after he predicts Peter's denial of him. And this is what he says in fourteen and one. He says, "Guys, let not your heart be troubled." Now, Jesus wouldn't invite us to enter into something that wasn't possible. So I believe His Word is teaching us that if we learn to align ourselves with His Word, we can truly not allow our hearts to be troubled. We can go through tough things, feel tough things, get bad news sometimes, process that that through our mind, have real feelings, and then align those feelings up with our faith and with the Word of God and the peace of God that surpasses understanding can guard our hearts. And we can allow our hearts to not become troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in Me. And then He goes on and he, 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 He's letting them know what's coming. He says, In My Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have, to- I would have uh, uh, told you. So I go to prepare a place for you and if I go and prepare a place for you, and, and I will come again and receive you to Myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you, you know, and the way you know. And, and of course, Thomas, you know, he speaks up and he says, Lord, we don't know. We don't know where you're going. And how can we know the way? Well, how many know that we're a follow the Lord? And sometimes... Sometimes we don't know where he's going. Come on. Like sometimes he's leading us in places and we don't know, we don't know. And then Jesus says this to Thomas. He says, Thomas, I am the way and I am the truth and I am the life. 
I am the way and I am the truth and I am the life. And I've come to tell you guys that we don't always have to have every step in front of us illuminated five miles out. Sometimes we don't even have the very next step illuminated. Come on. Sometimes we don't even understand why we're standing on the step that we're standing on. But the one thing that we've got to know and always turn back to to keep our hearts from being troubled is that He is good. He is God. He is King. He is sovereign. He's above all things. Come on. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. And if you will just follow Him, He will direct your steps. The steps of the righteous man are ordered of the Lord. I am constantly saying, God, what do you want to do? I need you here. I do not know. Guys, I do not know how to do this. I don't. Sorry about that. You're thinking, maybe we should switch churches then. Because I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do I don't know how to pastor a church. I don't know how to do all the things that come along with it. And I'm kind of glad I don't. Because if I did, I'd build my own thing. And I'd lean on my own strength. And I'd preach my own sermon instead of the sermon that he wants to be preached today. And I'm not building myself, I'm building him up because guys, I am nothing without him. And I get scared and I don't, oftentimes don't know what to do. I was praying about the baptism today or this week and I'm like, I wonder when I should do the baptism. I wonder what the proper way to do the baptism is. I wonder when the proper time to do the baptism in the service is. I, I wonder if I'm doing it wrong. Then I just thought, Holy Spirit, I am not going to plan it. I am just not going to plan it because I don't know. if I, I'm just probably going to mess it up if I do it. So I'm just going to trust you. And I had no idea until I got here this morning. And then it's like Holy Spirit said, I want, I want it to be a part of worship. We're going to sing a song. We're going to pull everyone together. And then we're going to do these baptisms. I'm like, yeah, you did go. That's what we're going to do. That probably is the best way. And he'll probably do it different next time. I don't know. But I know this. I know he is the way and that he is the only way. And I know that there's a lot of things being said around our world. And I'm going to know what? He is the only truth and his truth is unchanging. So I know this. I know there's no other way for me to go but to Him because He's the way. There's no other path. And I know that as I follow Him, that He is the truth. His Word and His way is the truth. If I'm outside of Him, then I'm outside of truth. But I know that if I am in Him as the way and I am in Him in His truth, then He is the life. He is the life. So I literally do not have life outside of Him. I lived, I breathed, I walked on this earth, I fed my flesh, I sinned, I thought I was having fun, I thought this was the way to go, it's what the commercial said. And I realized that everything just led to death. There was no amount of money that gave me life. There was no position, and I kept raising up in positions. It made no sense to me. I'd be a teenager and in my early 20s, and I had authority over people two to three times my age. Like, but, but no matter where I went, none of, that, none of that made any difference to me, guys. It wasn't until I realized that I didn't have any life in me outside of Jesus, because no matter how many vacations I go on, or how much I can build my bank account, or what I do, or, or how much often I can fill it, I realized that I just was empty without Him, Pastor Jason. 
So guys, He is the only way. And He is the only truth. We've got to know His truth. Side note, we know a lot of religion. And we know a lot of traditions. We know a lot of what's in our denominations. And a lot of that is good. But some of that's not God. I just want to say, true life flows when we step out of everything false and step into the truth. Into His divine, perfect Word. Amen? And then life, because He is life, begins to flow. So let me close with this. If the praise team wants to come, it'll help me stop talking. Isn't God good, everybody? Aren't you just grateful for how patient that He is with us? Isn't it, isn't it amazing? I just, don't, I just don't deserve it. He's so good. He is so good. He's so good. This is what I want to release over you today. Let not your heart be troubled. Whatever you're carrying today, it's time to release that thing into God's hands. It's time, to, it's time to, to begin to walk in the joy of the Lord even through that storm. Come on, someone. Come on. Even through the storm. I'm not changing. Listen, your circumstances probably aren't going to change this very moment. But I'm telling you, He is the way, the truth, and the life. And, and you cannot let your heart be troubled when you align yourself up with Him as truth. Amen? And you lock eyes with Him. I'm just believing He's just going to break things off this morning. That's what I'm going to pray for. About. I'm going I'm to give an invitation in just a moment. We're going to stand and we're going to worship for just a minute. Then I'm going to give an invitation for you to come. And I'm going to have you just line up down here. And, and this, the invitation is going to be, gonna be uh, twofold. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'm not asking you if you know Him. Know about Him. I'm asking you, if you're not walking with Jesus and you want Jesus to be Lord of your life today, then I, I ask you to come straight to me and in private, I will, I will pray with you the Lord's Prayer and we'll, we'll, we'll confess together. And today you can walk, be, walk out of here born again. Amen? I still got water in the tank. Still got water in the tank. We can just get her done today. Here, here's the second one, and, and this is where, where I really felt felt the Holy Spirit move this morning is, is how, who needs the joy of the Lord? Who needs the joy of the Lord? Who, who needs where we've allowed our heart, we've allowed our feelings to go too deep where our hearts have become troubled in areas, and we need the peace of God that surpasses understanding to wash over that, and we're going to receive the joy of the Lord. Moms, dads, husbands, wives, teenagers, you guys carry some hard stuff, man. You guys carry some hard stuff. Young adults, you guys carry some hard stuff, man. But I want to tell you, God is good. He's great. He's powerful. And His peace can guard your heart today and you can be filled with the joy of the Lord. Amen? Amen? So I'm going to give that invitation in just a moment so you start getting ready. And, and, and I'm going to have you step out and come down here. We're going to do it really quickly because I, I feel like stepping out, there, it's a prophetic sign. I'm, I'm releasing this thing to you, God. Amen? Alright, I'm laying it down. I'm putting it down. I'm casting all my cares upon you, God. Come to me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I'm going to preach on that next Sunday. So you stand. Thank you, God. Thank you for all you've done today. So I'm just going to have the worship team begin to worship. And here's the first invitation. Right now, 
if you're here today and you, you, you want to choose to walk with Jesus and get your heart right, then I invite you as they start singing to come down here to me and I'll, and I'll pray with you. Then I'm going to give the invitation to come down for the joy of the Lord. So let's worship for just a moment.